Hey, Jeb. Oh, hey, John. Do you want to talk about Toy Story? Yeah. Sounds like a really good idea. But, like, talk about it a lot. Going in detail with each given minute in Toy Story? Yeah, but can we talk about why Woody has teeth even though he wasn't made with them? I don't see why not. Only if we can talk about the importance of plastic corrosion awareness. Only if we can talk about how Sid is not really a bad kid. Let me ask you this, though. Can we talk about strong lesbian moms? Can we talk about using the sad song from Toy Story 2 as a test to see if people are a robot? I like that idea. So, come listening to us talk about Toy Story five times a week on Toy Story Minute. Find it on Dueling Genre or your podcast app of choice. To listen, you'll be my favorite deputy. You've got a friend in us? Both of us, yeah. Nice. Dueling Genre Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Ninja Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one fake back flip hand clapping jumping stomping minute at a time. <laughs> Clearly I am out of practice. I am your host, Scott Tofty. With me as always, Chris O'Connor. Hey! Rachel Gatlin. Hi. And Adam Sheehan. Hello. Hello, all. And back with us for the last time, sadly, our uh, friend of the show. What did we say? Mistress of the show? Side chick. Side Side chick of the show? Yeah, side chick. (laughs) Uh, Miss Allison Grimm. Hello, Allison. What's up? What's up? Wow, I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. I started (laughs) applauding too early, and I think that may sound weird on the recording. (laughs) (laughs) Teeny tiny little claps. That's okay. So we're here in minute 33. And uh, minute 33 starts with us learning that Michelangelo has been faking his punishment backflips and he's just doing like the sound <laughs> effects of it. bastard. He's Michelangelo will go on uh, in his future career to be a Foley artist for motion <laughs> pictures or possibly radio shows. Ninja Foley. And, right. Mick Foley? Minute, Mick Foley. Have a nice day. Um, <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> oh, man. The minute ends with Jordan Perry sticking a tube in a hole and some pretty awesome slurping sounds, and uh, we just start to see a viscous fluid. Uh, you can't up, say this to me. Slime? <laughs> Slime. Right. Viscous fluid? Ew. Allison, Coming out of the hose. Allison, yes? you, you seem to have hole. a lot on your mind right now. I I know. You said this is PG. I will not say anything that is on my mind. We we need the, the title of this episode needs to be various viscous fluids. <laughs> does it consider does it really? done? Yes. Ugh. Um, but before we get us. into the minute, Allison Allison brought something uh, uh, newsworthy to the table. She wanted to share with us. We actually, uh, Allison, what you want to introduce this? What we just um, uh, read over? Sure. Um, so this is Roger Ebert's review of this movie from March twenty second, nineteen ninety one, which. So it says one star, but when I Googled it, it was written out a quarter of a star. So I think he might have given this less than one star. So his his opening paragraph says that he bent over backwards to be fair to the first movie about Ninja Turtles. He said, 
it was probably the best possible Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Now we have the sequel, subtitled The Secret of the Ooze. I may not get what I want, but I get what I deserve. He goes on to... <laughs> Gets what he deserves. <laughs> The nerve of this review. Uh, According to this review, a recent national survey reported that 95% of grade school teachers could trace aggressive antisocial classroom behavior to the Ninja Turtles. So they were Marilyn Manson before Marilyn Manson was a thing. I'm I'm calling BS on that one right there. (laughs) The the Oxford English Dictionary defines turtle as... (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait a minute. So we all, I think, can attest to the fact that as playing Ninja Turtles... In grade school, did you ever do it alone? No. Nope. No. So it's not antisocial behavior. Right. And aggressive, maybe, in that you were pretending to fight bad guys. So really, I thought we were just learning to be heroic. Uh, Roger Ebert would disagree with you there. <laughs> yeah. What kind of superhero is a reptile who lives in sewers, is led by a rat, eats cold pizza, and is the product of radioactive waste? <laughs> Is this some kind of a cosmic joke on the kids, robbing them of their birthright, a sense of wonder? Whoa, or is it birth- right? birthright? Their birthright. Oh or is it God. simply what? an emblem of our drab and dreary times? So wait, what is the birthright he's referring to? Like as, as liking such, I guess Batman? childlike wonder? Yeah, thinking Superman is cool. Yeah. Oof. Like... Also, by the way, he he points out Spider-Man as uh, someone, he was raised on Spider-Man, who, correct me if I'm wrong. I like the older superheroes better. Lives in his (laughs) aunt's, you know, essentially lives in the basement, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Was bit by a radioactive spider, and I'm pretty sure Spider-Man was eating lots of cold pizza. Uh, So product of radioactive waste? Yes. He's just a human version of the Ninja Turtles, according to Roger Ebert. I like this bit where he says all that differentiates them in the Nintendo game that gave them birth is their weapons. <laughs> they weren't what? they a comic first? <laughs> well, like first of all, it wasn't a Nintendo game until there was already an arcade game. So like the yeah. Nintendo game came way after like every other iteration of the Turtles. Right. Which makes me think maybe he ju- he's one of those type of old people that calls every video game a Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. His last paragraph. Um, but how about man. this? Not only that, yeah. but he's clearly never played it because the headband colors are different than the Nintendo oh. game also. Right. right. However... It's as if the whole sum of a character's personality is expressed by the way he does violence. The turtles are an example of the hazards of individuality. Oh, God. Eye roll. (laughs) If I had Tinder, this would be in my profile. (laughs) These commie turtles. (laughs) It's 1991. Come on, the Cold War is over. Shut up, Roger. Wait, can we read the next paragraph, somebody, please? Because it's just too much. (laughs) All right. They hang out together, act together, fight together, and have a dim collective IQ that expresses itself in phrases like, cowabunga, dude. Uh. This is the way insecure teenage boys sometimes talk in a group, as a way of creating solidarity, masking fears of inadequacy, and forming a collective personality that is stupider than any individual member of it. (laughs) He, he pulls out stupider. Stupider. This the way movie you atta- review has turned into a straight up faux psychology session. He's he's Oof. literally like, I, what? I don't even know what the phrase is. He's he's on a diatribe here. It's very old man yells at cloud. There's it, it nothing re- about the movie. 
It reads like a one-star Amazon Prime review. Like it, the only thing movie. missing is, I wish I could give this less than one star. <laughs> Hang on, I liked the older superheroes better. The ones that stood out from a crowd had what, like, their own. Can we just point out that how many different superheroes are st- copies of Superman or Batman? Right. Yeah. Right. There, there's nothing stand out of a crowd. Right. They're all the how same many, thing over and over again. How many of them are giant mutant turtles? <laughs> Can we see a show of hands, <laughs> old superheroes? Uh, exactly. Oh, the, God, the last is... see the the last sentence in this review is just like the chef kiss, though. <laughs> <laughs> Go for today's, it. Today's kids are learning from the turtles that the world is a sinkhole of radio radioactive waste. That it's more reassuring to huddle together in sewers than take your chances competing at street level. And that individuality is dangerous. What? Cowabunga. <laughs> what a passive aggressive cowabunga. He has completely missed the point of everything about yeah. this movie. And he threw in at kids these days. Kids, kids these, these days. days. Yeah. Damn kids. Uh, that you, is the best thing I've ever read. You think he just watched the trailer and someone was like, you need to write a review of this movie. He's like, oh, no. I think he looked <laughs> at the Hashtag poster. get off my lawn. <laughs> The poster. At best, <laughs> he looked at the poster. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even bother to like learn anything about the about this thing he's reviewing. It's uh, like I saw a movie with turtles in it, and I'm just confused. One <laughs> star. What's, so what's a turtle? Zero thumbs up. I secretly wonder if that was just Andy Rooney writing a Roger Ebert review. That's kind of what it sounds like. Well, maybe you know, if he didn't like it enough, maybe he just pawned it off to somebody else. He's got he's got some Ebert he's got some uh, some intern there who's just like I'm gonna write the most vicious takedown. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but this intern. does this does but, read uh, like an at, the, my 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 fellow chums at film school will really appreciate this. But this it's does just, read like a like an Andy Rooney old man rant. Yes. Like I remember t- tuning into Sunday morning and he was complaining about socks. Socks. What, what about them? Well, he, the the socks in the store were too complicated. What, they oh. go on your feet? Your feet go in the shoes? I already put something on my feet. Now I got to put <laughs> shoes on? He didn't He didn't like all the available colors and patterns of socks. He just wanted basic black socks. Well, he knows he can get basic black socks if he wants those. Yeah, but the store didn't have them. I actually had that uh, experience at Walmart a couple of days ago, and I stormed out. Like, I get it. <laughs> All I wanted was I wanted to buy some black socks, and they had zero. Well, so what you're sucks. saying here is that maybe Andy Rooney has a point. Yeah, I think maybe he's right. I think we should all I mean, listen. I mean, Roger Andy Ebert, Rudy. sorry. They're, they're, anyway. They're basically hey, the same person. Now that we're 10 minutes in, let's talk about our minute, shall we? Whoa, we got. Sorry, everybody. We're That's okay. <laughs> Look, Allison, thank you for bringing that to our attention. That provided I'm, a lot I'm of entertainment. I'm so glad I could do that. I'm as old manly as the next, but that was very old manly. Old manly. Old yeah. Manly. Um, old manly. Old manly. Uh, so we, we're at the beginning, and we learn that Michelangelo here has not been flipping, and he realized <laughs> that he's going to have to go back and do it all over again. You want to uh, know why? Because Splinter's a good dad. Lazy kids. <laughs> yep. Kids these days with their Ninja Turtles. Mm. Back in my day, you did your 10 flips the first time. Disobeying, master. There's this crazy take um, where uh, Mikey realizes that he got caught and he looks over and he gets like this scared look in his face. 
And then it cuts to Splinter, and then there's a flash of thunder. Like... (laughs) Yes. Yeah, like Splinter's about to also control the weather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like something serious is about to happen. Yeah. Like, what is he going to do to him if he doesn't do those flips? (laughs) I I think we can all relate to this exact minute. Like, you're supposed to be doing something, you're cheaping out on it, and your parents catch you. You're just caught. And yeah. then he does this kind of Dom DeLuise laugh, like <laughs> like that. <laughs> <kinda>. <laughs> yeah, um, and then it cuts real quickly to the foot soldiers putting up, I don't know, raising a barn. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, er- yeah erecting a a crude barrier within their um, junkyard lair. Yeah, so they're they're putting up some sort of wall for some reason, and we see Tatsu brace it with some metal, Shredder with his crazy. Little uh, giant helmet hairdo there. I love his hat. His great little hat. <laughs> it's a cool a hat. hat. It's a great hat. Modified so buzzsaw helmet. His head in this movie is so much larger than the last movie. It is a big head. <laughs> so, Allison, since you've seen Titanic as many times as I have, do you recognize this dude in the um, lab coat? I only watched the minute a couple times, so I wasn't really paying attention. Well, Allison, let it roll David through until he turns around and faces the screen, and you might catch a little surprise Is it at Billy about 27 Zane? seconds. It's That's not, not Billy, Billy Zane, Zane. Not but, Billy but you're Zane. close. It's not nearly as cool as Billy Zane. I wish it was Billy Zane. All right, I got to pull it back up. Well, as you're looking, we see Shredder asking Tatsu uh, something about these are the two most fierce creatures you could find, and you, you must be wondering yourself whatever could be happening. Now, as a kid, I remember seeing the poster in the trailers and knowing that, oh, my God, we're going to get giant mutants. Uh, as someone who – I'm curious if there's anyone who went into this movie who didn't already know what was going to happen and were just like, this is where we get Bebop and Rocksteady, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. If, if you were expecting Bebop and Rocksteady and you were already this far into the movie and that you didn't get Bebop and Rocksteady, <laughs> th- that's how crimes happen. <laughs> that's how riots start. Yeah, that's – that's that's how milkshakes get thrown at the movie screen. <laughs> yeah, that is how popcorn gets spilled. <laughs> Let me tell you. So it's really the, easy to clean up. The, the professor that turns around to face screen, Allison, is David mm-hmm. Warner, Professor Jordan Perry here, who you may recognize from Titanic as the the like the old man who is like Billy Zane's keeper in the movie. He was he was uh, Lovejoy. Lovejoy. Yep. Oh, yeah. now I see it. Is he yeah. about this to is why remark- we have you on? Is, is he about to make it's a remark about the sinkability of this box that they've built? He's he's probably more upset about teenagers falling in love. Yeah. He is not a fan of that. No. You, you can tell he's a scientist because he looks like a nerd. Yeah. Is it the yeah. glasses or the bow tie that give it away? Or yes. the lab coat? Lab yes. coat. The fact that he's just wearing a lab coat in the wild. <laughs> well, he has just been kidnapped. From True. his lab. Yeah. Mm, in the wild. In the wild, yes. In his wild land. You know what I appreciate about uh, uh, Jordan Perry and David Warner in particular is that he kind of stands up to the shredder a little bit. Like he, it's almost as if he sees the ridiculousness of the situation, and he's not going to be intimidated. He kind of puts his foot down a little bit. He can't take shredder seriously in that hat. But no, he but also like, backs down immediately. But it makes for ooh look, it's the guy in charge of all the PG crime in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the Foot Clan! I'm really scared. Yeah, what are you gonna oh. do? Steal my skateboard? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, but I just I enjoy that he doesn't immediately cower. He like gives his scientific expertise and like warns Shredder of what's gonna happen. 
and uh, he he does have a little bit of a, a spunk to him, which I enjoy. I also like that he didn't put up a fight until after he made this meth lab. In, yeah, in the footlayer. <laughs> Walter White would be proud. Yeah, he's got this whole Walter White mutagen lab going on. Yeah. To be fair, also, he doesn't back down to Shredder. He backs down to Tatsu. Mm. Yeah. Which, I mean, <clears throat> Toshishiro Obata, I wouldn't mess with him. Yeah. I don't, I'd, I'd probably do whatever he said also. <laughs> yes. But he didn't say anything. He said enough. He doesn't have to. <laughs> right, that's how he... That's, He's that scary. You just know what he wills, and then you do it without any hesitation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and can we give props to just the sciency tubes and 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 barrels and bins, and this shot uh, of science happening? Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. they 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 did the best they could with uh, what was available. It's junkyard science, and it's brilliant. You're turning propane tanks. You've got like on this episode of cans. Mr. Wizard. <laughs> I just don't know why this was necessary. Like the turtles didn't have to have science; they just were exposed to the ooze. Yeah. So why mm-hmm. is he sciencing this hard? Yeah. Why can't also, they just expose them to the ooze? That's right. a really good point that I've never thought of. Because they don't want Wasn't to expose. Junkyard... Because they don't want to expose the people to it too. So you uh, they build. A well, system I mean, he could have just unscrewed the canister. And... And dumped right. it on the animals. But like, why the propane? Why all the 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 bells and whistles? Why not just the the tube and the hose. Maybe oh. maybe this ooze is like not activated or something. Maybe he was just stalling. Like, oh yeah, we uh. can mutate animals, but I'm gonna need a list of things. <laughs> and then he's and then is... like while they're oh. out getting all that stuff, oh, no, he's like, what am I gonna do? If you don't get that incredibly valuable and hard to find object, we just we can't do it. I mean, I pff, I just it can't happen. It won't work. I <laughs> really need a half used propane tank. If you, tank, if you guys, can't go you to Edinburgh and get me some like original production 1975 haggis, I just it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> This is probably something for the next minute, but I'll just bring it up now because I was thinking about it. Like, he asks, did you get the most dangerous animals uh. you could find? <laughs> like, a wolf? Yeah, I get it. Snapping turtle? Really? Uh. Mm. I mean, a snapping turtle scared me when I was a kid because they like, snap. They're he nasty. must have wussed out. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe, why not, like... Maybe somebody got oh, hurt. Sure, know animals. He'll believe me. S- somebody got hurt getting the wolf, and then they're like, what can we get yeah. that's easy? Well, well there was that guy. That. There was that guy in Florida recently who was killed by a cassowary, which is this like giant, yeah, really, yeah, really nasty Florida. bird. Those are different. Yeah, like, anything in Florida is different. It's like <laughs> yeah. Australia. Well, well, they're not from Florida, but <laughs> they're he from was Australia, in Florida. Yeah, mm. but they're like incredibly deadly because they've got these huge talons. They're like, velociraptors. That's, that yeah, they're they're basically dinosaurs, but that's a really dangerous animal. I spent a portion of my work day to day today Googling pictures of huge alligators. I don't remember why. It was important in context. <laughs> because Leatherhead yeah. also would have been amazing in this yeah, movie, but see, we that didn't get that either. Better. God. I'm also thinking of any other like things that I wouldn't want to be attacked by a giant mutant of. Like yeah. a giant praying mantis would be pretty scary. Oh. Probably easy How to about a, any bug. Goose? Any bug would be horrifying. Yeah. yeah, or that, or that. Uh, I think it's called a Gila monster. It's like a the <laughs> a lizard with like a they could have just gotten bite. a diner lobster. Yeah. That works is there, too. Is there any animal that has not been some sort of Ninja Turtle mutant enemy in in one of the cartoons? I'm I think sure, they've pretty I'm much sure. hit everything. You know what? They, <laughs> I think we're fresh out. I, I hope that they have a honey badger at some point. <laughs> I I feel like it might have happened. Ooh. Honey badger is an X Man. Uh, is is there a panda? <laughs> 
Uh, yes. There is a panda. Uh, wait, There's really? the action figure like of the panda. There's definitely the a panda. panda. Yeah. Yeah. Is there is a like a kung fu panda tie-in? Ooh, I don't know. No. If a it, it, it predates kung fu panda by quite a bit. Mm. See, I, I feel like a raccoon would get along well with the turtles. They both like trash. Mm-hmm. Didn't, yeah. didn't we have the conversation about raccoons when there was the distempered raccoon yes. thing oh. in the yes. northeast? Yeah, in, in Central Park. Yeah. Oh, tempered raccoons. No, distemper. <laughs> with Very ornery. <laughs> Very grumpy raccoons. <laughs> oh, man. So the minute ends with uh, the ooze coming out of the hose and <laughs> Professor Perry apparently <laughs> feeling the need to uh, self-administer the, the ooze to Go Toka. What, what would be Toka <laughs> and Razor? I'm trying to read what the... Uh, it looks like a car door or something or a refrigerator door that is made up of this this wall is made up of and I can't yeah. quite read what the logo is there. Looks like a D. Yeah, is it D- a Datsun? A... Nah. Davis? Dave? It says Davis. 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 You know, I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking maybe he doesn't know what the ooze will actually do, so that's why he had to science it. Well, if these animals are anything like your common dandelion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think he's got a pretty good idea. Yeah. (laughs) I also like how there's just this random hole in the in this makeshift thing and he's just like leaning the hose up against it like yeah that'll probably get in there also there is a wolf and a snapping turtle in that contraption right just hanging out with each other just yeah, totally them really fine. friendly yeah, with one another yeah they don't attack each other yeah unless they're sedated like they must those, be they're, those two are gonna go after each other I mean they're also babies not to spoil the secret for <laughs> they're Chris, babies but... which don't how the hell that. would he not notice so there's just a puppy in there? Well, you know what? Yeah. He, I don't think he yeah, looked in because he, he just goes, you promised me the most vicious animals you could find. And they're like, yeah, we did. He didn't then ask, and what animals are those? <laughs> <laughs> and why but is they, there a puppy? I always think of, um, well, the authors of Pain and Wrestling always oh, make God. me think of Toka and Razor. Akam and Razor? Uh, it's uh, Akam and Razor. Yeah. 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 Toka and Razor. Yeah, so every time fine. they show up, my husband will say, they're babies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the authors of pain are even worse than Toka and Razor. Oh, they're called the authors of pain? Yeah. Yes. I haven't been yeah. watching wrestling in a while. Yeah. Hey, Adam, there's a new team called the Viking Experience. Don't I saw talk, that. Don't. No, we don't bring that up. We don't. Oh, that looks that. terrible. Did anyone anyway. catch that last God, night? So we did, and it was terrible. That's when Ugh. I turned it the off. The one guy looked like he was wearing underpants. Like he just bought a pack of Hanes boxer <laughs> I mean, briefs, and that's that's what he put don't, on. Don't all wrestlers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's I mean, the usually they're shiny. This just looked like cotton. Was well, it Bo look, Dallas? I no, think... it was one of the Viking dudes. <laughs> Bo Dallas does just wear BDDs <laughs> into the ring. NXT era Bo Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I miss him. I Look, miss him too. Uh, Allison, we're going to have yes. to uh, get you on Adam and I's non-existent future wrestling podcast to talk oh, about Oh, I'm so that. in. Yes. But, but for now, I think that brings us to the end of minute number 33. Uh, and I, I've i really enjoyed having you here. You brought out a lot of humor in the oh, group today. And I, I feel bad because I feel like... All this time, I feel like we've barely been able to say anything, but we're we're at the end. I feel like there's so much more to go. We, we, we have said to have a lot. Back at some point. I mean, to be fair, these minutes weren't very exciting. <laughs> this is like true. not a lot happened. Yeah, Kevin Nash wasn't even there. We got a lot in this season. <laughs> we happened. Well, 
we did happen. And like I said, you know, it's you're helping us get our rhythm back. Uh, I'm glad I could it's, help. It's been a hot minute since we've been in uh, in this uh, situation of having to do minutes like bang, bang, bang right out the gate multiple at a time. And uh, what is that noise? That's, that's me Chris snorting. making a snickering noise. Oh, it's trouble. Does somebody have a dog and they didn't introduce them? <laughs> Oh, no, no I dog. do, but he's in the other room. Just, no dog. <laughs> can, can you imagine just a pug like laboriously <laughs> breathing into the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> like I love every time I record with Liz and I can hear her dog in the background. <laughs> My dog occasionally headbutts the studio room door open. Oh. And he's like, hey, are you done yet? <laughs> I, I've had cat butthole in the microphone a few times. <laughs> she didn't Cats meow. do put their butts on everything. Yeah. Like my face. Yeah. Well, that seems as good a place to end as any. <laughs> Speaking of viscous ooze. Oh. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, that was it. We ha- It was good up until that. Uh, go to the websites. My, do the social media. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Cat butt bunga. (laughs) (laughs) Cowabunga. Cowabunghole.